Hi, I'm Anderson Silver, author of the books Your User's Manual and Volume 2, Your Duality Within. Life is difficult, isn't it? And in today's hyper-connected modern day, it just seems like it's harder than ever before, doesn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you it really doesn't have to be that way. With a little help and guidance from ancient Stoic philosophers, you really can attain an anxiety-free and purposeful life. How do I know? Thanks to Stoicism, I'm one such person who turned his life around, and I'm here to share some of that ancient wisdom with you. Welcome to Stoicism for a Better Life. Hello there, good friends. If there was a hypothetical award given to the ancient philosophers for most likely to pursue a career in stand-up comedy, then most certainly Epictetus would win. Epictetus was a cripple and the greatest mind of his time. But in his earlier years, he was actually a slave. The story of how he got his leg injury goes a little something like this. He did something, his master wasn't happy with him, his master punished him with pain by twisting his knee in the opposite direction. Despite the excruciating pain, Epictetus was talking to his master calmly and rationally and warning him not to push his knee in the opposite direction any further, for if he did, his knee would break, and if his knee broke, then he would be a useless slave. This, of course, aggravated his master, who kept pushing Epictetus's knee to the point where, you guessed it, it broke, leaving Epictetus a cripple for the rest of his life. And you know what Epictetus said when his knee broke under torture? Of course you do. He said, ow! <laughs> no. I mean, probably that's what he said, but that's not how the story goes. The story goes that after his master broke his leg, Epictetus didn't bat an eye, looked right at his master and said, There you go. There you go. Now you've done it. I told you if you pushed any further, you'd break my leg. And here it is. Now you have a crippled slave. So who's the real loser now? Hmm? <laughs> I love stories about Epictetus and his quotes alone are full of sarcasm and humor. So here's yet another one to inspire our exercise for this episode. This is from his discourses, 1, 2, 10. If you ask me then, shall I hold the chamber pot or not, I will tell you that to get food is of greater value than not to get it, and to be flayed is of greater detriment than not to be. So that if you measure your interests by these standards, go on and hold the pot. Yes but it would be unworthy of me. What is free will and choice? You see, as a compatibilist, I believe that I have both a free will, or rather the illusion of it, and that I live in a universe of predetermined sequence of events, which is determinism. But what is free will really? Do we ever have a choice? Think of a cow. A cow in a herd will follow the herd, right? But the cow makes that choice. It chooses to put one hoof in front of the other in the direction of the herd. However, we must consider that it is a herd animal. Genetically and biologically, the cow is engineered to want to go with the herd. So even though it chooses to put one hoof in front of the other and walk in the direction of the herd, it was actually made to want to do that. So how much free will did the cow really have? Does the cow following the herd actually make a choice? 
or does it have the illusion of having made a choice? I think the concept of free will then, as in making a choice, has more to do with our own self-concept. In modern-day psychology, one's self-conception is a collection of beliefs about oneself. So when we make a choice, we want to feel like we made the right choice. That's all free will is, really. Wanting to. And the perceived capacity to make good choices, so that we can feel like we are a good person living a good life. The only way we can do this is by using our rational mind while making the decisions. So in other words, reason applied to choice is the way to a good life. To do that, however, we must ensure our rational minds are engaged in making said choices. And since our choices remain in the present moment, we can logically conclude that the key to feeling like we are a good person living a good life is in engaging and applying our rational, ordinary mind in the present moment. An emotional mind is not a rational mind. So anytime we feel emotional, we must vacate it from the ruling faculty as quickly as possible. By all means, feel the emotion. We can't not feel them, right? But continue to operate with the rational mind in making choices. Then no matter what you're feeling, you can be assured that you are a good person living a good life. So for this exercise, you'll need to do some homework. Sorry. <laughs> First, identify situations where you know you tend to be or uh, respond emotionally. Then prepare yourself so that when you are faced with these situations, you can actively invoke your rational mind and respond with reason and logic, regardless of the emotions you are feeling. But again, you have to do this ahead of time because it's hard to think rationally when you're already emotional. So make a plan of action, and when you feel the emotions, then you have a script that you can follow. In this way, you can make good choices and therefore be free and by definition be living a good life worthy of living. Let me know how this one goes. I know it's not easy trying to be rational when we are emotional. I mean, I still struggle with this. But after years of practice, I can confirm that I'm much better at thinking rationally, even while emotional, and I'm much more patient than before. <laughs> Don't believe me? Just ask my wife and kids. <laughs> but remember, it's all small steps, baby steps. Just find small steps you can take and try to make those changes. Attainable objectives is the key. And then, of course, tell me all about it, because your stories motivate me and help me continue doing what I'm doing. Your stories and your Patreon contributions. You don't support me on Patreon yet? You mean you've been listening this whole time without supporting me? <laughs> ah, you scoundrel. I kid, I kid. Remember, all my content is free. But do consider supporting me if you value the content I create as an educational resource. Okay, reach out to me on Twitter or Reddit or, hey, now I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, you can find me under my name on all these platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Remember, virtue is not about perfection, but about trying your best. No matter how big or small that effort might be, just keep working on improving yourself. And by definition, you will be virtuous. Check out my articles and other podcasts 
hey, they just might help you on your journey of self-improvement. You can access them all on patreon.com slash andersonsilver. Follow the page to receive notifications of all my new content. And all of this is absolutely free, of course. I wish you all a productive and tranquil week. And remember, we're all in it together and we're all rooting for each other. <laughs>